0: Welcome back everybody to Slapcast. Uh we took a little bit of time off for various reasons and we looked at the uh, we looked at the schedule and decided to just come back strong with uh talking about Spider Man homecoming, which both of us saw last night. Uh as always I am one of your hosts, Schwarz TKD. And I'm Legend by Design. And before we get started, this is heavy in spoilers. So Oh god, yeah. We so. always we always mention that like twenty minutes in. Yeah, now let's just get out in front of it. This is this is we will like comic book casts, they do videos where, like, in the in the in the actual title, title it says whether or not there's spoilers. And we haven't even reached that point yet. Well, just, why just, not?
1: What's what's? Well, I mean, us?
0: well, I mean, we just haven't reached the point of doing a spoiler free and a spoiler version. I mean, nothing's stopping us. We could start doing that right now, but we're not well, gonna. This is just a spoiler cast. Yeah, it's a spoiler cast. Um, by the way, Spider Man dies.
1: No. <laughs> That's you're you're a terrible liar.
0: I am a terrible liar. He does not Fucking die. Awful. He does not die. No one. I don't think anyone dies in this.
1: Not that I can think of. Yeah.
0: Right. Um. Although, act. You know what? Speaking of character death, that I, that's actually one of the first things I thought of when I was driving home from the movie. First, okay. First, first and foremost, the movie was great. Yeah. Yeah. I know? like the movie a lot. Yeah. And I've been telling everybody who asked <clears throat> at this point, you'll know if you like Marvel or not going in, you already know if you're going to want to see this movie. Yeah. Definitely. Period. The way the Marvel Cinematic Universe works, you already know if you're going to go see the next installment. Or yeah. watch the next TV show. Certainly. Yeah. This is this is no longer a I'll wait and see what people think before I decide to go see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think it was a packed house, wasn't it?
1: It was pretty packed,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, one thing I really liked about it, uh, and it was... It was definitely different because I think this was the first time in the MCU that a character, a character's first movie, came after they got their introduction in another movie. A uh, similar thing is going to happen with Black Panther because both both Black Panther and Spider Man premiered in Civil War. That was right. Their, yeah. That was their introduction movie, as opposed to everybody else, like Ant Man coming back right. after their first movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um a really smart approach. Everybody's been saying this for months. Ever since before Civil War came out, everybody's been saying it's very very smart that they're not starting with Parker getting bit by the spider and Uncle Ben dying and all that jazz. We know. Yeah, we already know. (laughs) Never mind all the folks who have read the comics or watched the cartoons.
1: Or the previous movies. I
0: was going to say, we have two previous versions of Spider-Man films to establish how this works for this character, we get it. That said, uh, an interesting review I saw for it was the fact that without Uncle Ben, uh, without Uncle Ben's death, without that part of Spider-Man's character, the movie didn't have the emotional core that, especially the Sam Raimi Spider-Man's did.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I was thinking about it last night because I got home and I'm just chilling out, just processing the movie, and something throughout the entire movie was nagging at me, and I couldn't put my finger on it till after I got home. The villain is not so much the vulture, the villain is like Parker trying to find his place, which he does, and it was a great like hero coming into his own yeah. story. Yeah. But that is so nebulous, it it didn't have any of the emotional punch that it might have had the way the way um the Sam Raimi films did with fighting Goblin to save MJ or fighting Sandman in the third movie because he was responsible for Ben's death. You know, without that emotional punch, it's like, okay, that's that's a great motivation, that's a great story, but it just felt more nebulous than it would have otherwise. Sure. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it that made me think that because the uh again spoilers as discussed, the movie ends with Aunt May, uh Marissa Tomei Aunt May, who was great in that.
1: Yeah, she was awesome.
0: Seeing Peter in the spider suit. Yeah. Uh so the secret's out for him. Yeah, right. Yeah. And oh my god, that was the best line of the movie. Yeah. Right where it cut. Right,
1: yeah, yeah. She
0: was great for that. She had for like the barely twelve lines that she had. Um Yeah, she wasn't she wasn't in it too too much. She was in it <clears throat> barely more than she was in Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean she's a supporting character, so that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I don't think she was in it
1: that infrequently. No, I she was she in was it more.
0: She was in it actually about as much as uh as Iron Man.
1: Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't I like how they didn't overplay Iron Man's presence in that movie.
0: Right. Hell you saw if you saw the trailers, you saw every scene Iron Man is in.
1: Yeah, pretty
0: much. Except for the very end.
1: Yeah, pretty yeah. much.
0: Yeah. And that's fine. The trailers had <clears throat> were heavy on Robert Downey Jr. to draw on the crowd. Um, but anyway, my, my thought is the next Spider-Man movie should open with either as like an over... A, a narration... Peter giving a narration while the camera shows him swinging through the city or just him and Aunt May sitting on the couch or even like flashbacks uh, while he narrates, but... It should be him telling her how and why he became Spider-Man, including Ben's death. Sure. Because even though we already know about it, um, that, that's the argument he would need
1: to make. Yeah. And I don't think they... I think they alluded to it. They did. <laughs> they did. They alluded to it. They
0: never once... Uh, they never
1: explicitly said it.
0: They never explicitly said Ben's uh, name or the fact that he's dead. Uh, they, never, they also never used the Great Power line,
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, which was refreshing. Again, we don't need that. That was what everyone was talking about when we left the theater. We don't need to see Ben die. We don't need to see the Bruce Wayne's parents die. We don't need to see Krypton blow the fuck up again. Mm-hmm. We know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think that that would be a great opening for the second movie is him not only telling her everything, but telling her... You know wh- why he's so motivated to do this. Yeah, um, that would apply that narrative emotional weight that I felt
1: was the only thing really lacking in this one. Eh, I don't think it really needed emotional weight. It definitely didn't need emotional weight to be a successful film.
0: Cru- true. True. It was a it successful was, film,
1: but it was also uh, it was also a great. Not only that, it was a great comic book adaptation of Spider Man. Yes. Right? Yep. So I mean he's not all broody about his uncle's death. He's he's a teenager. He's upbeat. He's lighthearted. He's awkward. He's equally
0: stressed about the homecoming dance as he is fighting street crime.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's a good, that is a good point. We don't need to see Spider Man pretending to be Batman. Yeah. You know, we don't need to see the Christian Bale uh, um no uh Chris Chris Nolan Spider Man. Yeah, you know, we don't need to see that, and this was definitely not that. I mean, one of the funniest scenes was the the montage when he's stuck in the warehouse, and it turns out only thirty seven minutes have gone by.
1: Yeah, right. That right. was hilarious. Yeah, a little because uh, he's a spazzy teenager. He's a spazzy teenager talking to the talking to the AI in his suit. Yeah, which it didn't look like he they actually went into any spider sense. It doesn't look like he had. They it. didn't. Well, he
0: definitely has it. I don't
1: know, it didn't seem like he did.
0: They don't have to show it, that's what I feel. I mean, there were a lot of... He, first of all, the Spider-Sense doesn't always save his ass. Like, the scenes when Vulture managed to snag him, just because the Spider-Sense warns him doesn't mean he's always going to be able to get out of the way. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, but They he didn't did. even mention it. They don't have Either. to. I mean, I mean. I, Oh, and they mentioned it in Civil War, I want to say. I want to say when he was talking to that. Stark in his bedroom, he did mention that he's able to, like, react to things. He may not even have words for it, you yeah, know. I don't yeah, know. it's
1: just an instinct. I guarantee that it's there though, because yeah, I, I yeah, don't. Remember. That's what I feel. I don't um, remember Civil War all that well. It's been quite a while since I've seen it. Honestly, I just remember the airport scene and the final fight. In I the, do like how uh, they started in the middle of Civil War. Yes, with a film by Peter Parker. Yeah, that was pretty great. I
0: told, I even told people like, uh, if you haven't seen Civil War all the parts you need to see are covered in the first three minutes. And was he just doing... He's just
1: filming the whole thing on his phone.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) He's just like,
0: hey, I gotta go. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that guy just got really big. I gotta go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: Oh, man, that was... Yeah, that was funny as hell. Um, A really good thing was how in the third act, uh, they, uh... He goes back to... He doesn't have the technical suit anymore. Right. He's back to his hoodie. Um... Because that that was important, you know, that was a really important beat, and it's not that it's not that he had to prove anything to anyone. It's just that this was
1: showing that he's committed to being Spider-Man as much as he's committed to being Peter Parker. Exactly. Um, Yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's actually uh, it was a great juxtaposition to have both of those. Both of those different suits in there, especially yep. going back to the old suit in the third act. Yeah. No, it was, uh, especially with the tough love moment that Tony Stark gave him.
0: Yeah. Um, the best comic version. Okay, that's. No, hang on. The best thing to come out of the Ultimate Universe in Marvel is the fact that, if I'm. Correct me if I'm wrong, Internet. That's when they made Parker teen the first time. Uh, before that he was always an adult when he was spider-man um you know not even a college student full-on an adult um you know got his powers when he was younger but the comics always take place when he's an adult the thing about spider-man in all the comics has always been like you know it's the fact that being spider-man makes his real life harder um and some of the stuff that he is dealing with as an impact on his real life just flat out works better if he's a teenager.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know,
0: it not, only, not only do all these repercussions work better. I mean, the fact that, like, uh, adult Spider-Man Parker is always threatened to lose his job, lose his apartment. That's why he takes pictures of himself being Spider-Man. All that stuff. You know, as an adult, that doesn't, like, it, it just... There's a plot hole there sometimes. Whereas for a teenager, you know, the fact that he can't keep up with school because of it, or the fact that, you know, he's constantly getting in trouble at home, it just works better. Uh, And it also works better because, as Spider-Man, things are constantly getting out of control. Yeah. Well, teenagers often feel that way anyway. Not to sound like an after-school special when I say that, but, you know, so the juxtaposition works really well. Certainly, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um they actually uh used a nice uh <laughs> I don't know if it's an adaptation of a John Candy line that Tony Stark used. He's like if you're not if you don't have this if you're not man enough with the suit then you don't uh, deserve to if have it. If you're not and if you're not enough If you're with- if you're nothing without the suit then you shouldn't have it yeah and the uh the line from Cool runnings from John Candy is like if you're not enough without it, you'll never be enough with it exactly so yeah it's the kind of that kind of uh and that was the kid and in that the was ass. coming and that was kind of a uh it was yeah someone who had coming from in both cases someone who had learned that lesson the hard way. Yep to someone who just learned it the hard way <laughs> yeah
0: yeah the uh the fact that this is iron man saying that someone whose power set is literally a suit he built
1: yeah literally his brain
0: yeah that that line hits home um and and that's why and that's why him put spider-man putting on just a plain old mask and hoodie worked so well in the third act
1: yeah 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 definitely.
0: um and I, like, uh, so th- and I like the fact that he was a teenager. That was a smart move of Marvel to, to do that rather than bring in an adult version yeah. like the previous two rounds of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, certainly. Yeah. And leading, leading to my next thing, the other thing about the Ultimate Universe in the comics, fucking everybody knows Spider-Man's identity.
1: Yeah.
0: Everybody. The very first issue Kingpin finds out he beats the shit out of Parker and unmasks him. Oof. And this being the age of the internet, it does not take long for him to figure out who this kid is. Right. Um, all his villains know. And for some reason, they never attack his home. But, well, I mean, it's implied that S.H.I.E.L.D. is doing a lot of uh, heavy lifting to keep the kid safe and his family safe.
1: Right.
0: Um, but we get some of that in this, where Michael Keaton figures it out right kicking off the third act of the movie. Huh. I loved the scene where he's where they're sitting in the car and he just casually pulls a fucking gun out of the glove compartment. And it's just... Lean, yeah, it doesn't actually hold it to the
1: kid. But but just has, like, it, has, it, has it in his hand. his hand.
0: Yeah, like that was so... I'm willing to bet a lot of people didn't even notice that.
1: Yeah, I, I think they might have noticed Well, they that. probably
0: saw it. Because, I mean, it's, it's not like he's hiding it, but... Yeah, right. It... Just the casual way he pulls this gun. Bear in mind this too is a villain who's been doing nothing but high tech theft and weaponizing the entire movie. Right. Pulls a regular old nine millimeter out of the glove box.
1: Right. Yeah. It's convenient.
0: Yeah. But it just it added a level to it. Certainly, Um, yeah, yeah. It added a level to him as the villain. Honestly, I think Michael Keaton as the vulture was a stronger character than
1: Tom Hollands Parker in this movie. Yeah, no, it was uh, he Michael Keaton did a really good job. He for sure.
0: he did an awesome job. Um, yeah. now that I now that I've said it, it I'm and he really played the duality
1: cool. really well. Yeah, played the duality of being, uh, you know, the guy Tombs, yep. and the villain Vulture. Yeah, even though they never gave him that name, right? Yeah, it. Um, oh, and I loved his look, like the the,
0: the classic. Fighter pilot jacket with the fringe being in, yeah, in the fur in in the fur collar rather than the feathered collar of classic
1: comic book vulture yeah yeah the wings looked amazing all the gear was just awesome yeah and uh, he um, and I really liked how he said look you saved my daughter's life when during the whole like I'm threatening you don't do shit or I'll kill you yeah but this is your last chance because you because saved. you saved my daughter's life I'm I won't forget that. You walk away now, we're done. Yeah, Yeah, you walk away now, we're done. Yeah, go in there, show her a good time, and don't do anything stupid. Don't and and, we're cool. Yeah, don't fuck up my shit anymore. Yeah. And we're done. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. And I do wonder I, I mean, I like that in the in the end credits, in the post credits scene, he didn't give away who Spider Man was. Actually, speaking of that. The other guy in prison who was asking him about it, did we see that guy earlier in the movie? Is that like I couldn't remember. I don't think we did because he wasn't one of the bank robbers, he wasn't any of Tomb's men that Spider Man fought, and that was really all the people he fought. Right, yeah. The scorpion on the guy's neck makes me think that this is the scorpion. Yeah. Which of course, you have Vulture and Scorpion talking in prison. That's a Sinister Six setup right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, no. It makes sense. But uh yeah, I wanna I wanna go back to, to what I was just thinking. I really feel like that Michael Keaton's version of Toomes, Adrian Toomes, was a stronger character in this movie than Peter Parker. Not that not that Parker had a weak storyline. You know, it's just Toomes had a much more defined motivation, right? both in why he was doing what he was doing and why he was willing to go as far as he was. And had more more uh, legitimate, valid obstacles in his path. You flip the story,
1: yeah.
0: and you have someone who is just doing his best to provide for his family.
1: Yeah.
0: Forget the fact that he's dealing in illegal alien weaponry. Yeah. He's trying to provide for his family, protect the people he cares about, and hold together what he has. Right. And he has someone who he has no knowledge of Gains knowledge of this other... Of this adversary over the course of the movie. Right. Coming in and throwing a wrench in his works every chance they get. You flip the script and you can understand where his character is coming from. And could honestly almost view him as a hero of the film. Of a film at least. Sure. Yeah. Um, Whereas for Parker, it was... It was almost it was it wasn't quite a maintaining of the status quo. Um, you know he wanted to improve his situation.
1: He was also trying to he was trying to find the status quo. not That exactly yeah, not yes. maintaining it.
0: Yeah, you're right. He was trying to find he was trying to find his place. Yeah, and it's a very
1: valid story. Yeah, balancing everything as a teenager like something that huge and mm-hmm. high school, which is in his head at that point, also equally huge. Yeah.
0: Um, never mind. Yeah. And, well, and also the thing that's always been constant about Peter Parker is that he's a friggin' genius on the level of Tony Stark, Reed Richards, all of them. This kid could graduate high school right now if he wanted to. He yeah. could. He could test out.
1: Right. Definitely. He, yeah. He chooses not to for a lot of reasons. Right. Yeah. He um, wants to experience everything. Right. Um, At least that's the impression I got. <laughs> that's part of it. That's
0: definitely part of it. Um, yeah. It. It was simply that narratively. T- Tomb, adrian Toombs had the stronger story arc than peter parker i think too that michael keaton
1: just outperformed tom holland oh you got someone with as much as as much experience as yeah, michael keaton that is a huge part of it yeah definitely
0: you're yeah you're very good point this and this is nothing against tom holland no certainly not tom you holland was fine fantastic job. you did ain't? a fine job From what I've seen of his other stuff, this is not a normal character for him to play. Yeah. So with that in mind, the fact that he can come in and be this spazzy, awkward, hyper teen who is just all over the place physically and mentally. Yeah. He he nailed it. And when you know when you see his face doing some of the more uh, some some of the various scenes, he he portrays the emotion exceptionally. Sure. And for that matter, when he's wearing the mask. And he can't just emote; he has to have his body language and tone of voice express it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, fucking great. Tom Holland was awesome. I just, again, I just think Keaton's character had the better story arc. Sure. Yeah,
1: it was um, definitely more unique. Yeah, it was definitely. uh it stuck out because it was more. Un- it probably partly because it was more unique. Yeah. You know, you. you <laughs> this is a whole new. The, the MCU has, you know, separated itself from the comics in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. so I, I have a feeling like having this kind of thing, having this, having the, you know, Chitari weapons and dealing yep. them, yep. dealing them it's not the, the first market. time. It's not the first time they've referenced that stuff, too. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has done it a few times. Oh, certainly, yeah, yeah. but, like, as far as specific villains and, you know, how it contributes to their motivations as mm-hmm. characters... Mm-hmm. The MCU is a totally new thing. Yeah, and it's it it is being woven together very well. Yeah, I think.
0: Well, in recent years, Marvel is using the comics less and less as its own thing, and more as testing grounds to see what people how people react to various ideas, to determine what they're going to use in the films. Sure. In large part because you know you could draw, you could draw Tony Stark the same way for four decades worth of comics. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. will not look the same a decade from now, never mind four decades. Yeah. We have to we they have to be ready to rotate in new characters, new stories, new concepts. Yeah. He's uh he's
1: aged pretty well though. He has he over has the last, over the last yeah. uh, nine I just, years.
0: I just I just pick up uh, pick uh his name a lot because as a friend uh, described it he's the uh, the big man of Marvel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Um speaking of various actors and actresses, I was so goddamn happy to see Gwyneth Paltrow again. Yeah. I have been wanting her back since Iron Man 3 back in 2012.
1: 13. 13. One of 13. 13. Yeah. Definitely. I think. I'm pretty sure. Around there. We have Google.
0: Sorry, we don't need to Google that. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I have... The internet's going to jump all over you. Yeah. I don't care. Um, I don't believe you. I, back to the point. No. No. I really I want to talk about this. I really missed seeing her in in the various other movies Iron Man was in, like Ultron and Civil War. Oh, this is what I'm single. Uh, <laughs> I love the fact that fucking Happy had the ring in his pocket all this time
1: and I've been just, having it too since 2008.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um,
1: that was really well. John Favreau <laughs> was really
0: the, good. The, the look on Pepper's face was like, "No, you are not using your proposal to me to pacify this room full of reporters." Although, when she walked out, like, where's the kid? Did you guys screw this up?
1: Yeah. yeah. She stepped back in.
0: She stepped back in without missing a beat. Like, we haven't been missing her for half a fucking decade.
1: Right, right. Yeah. No, it it was. uh, (laughs) That was kind of funny. Especially when. uh, (laughs) It looked like. uh, What was that? The last costume that it was. That was the Iron Iron Spider. Spider? I don't even know what that is. Uh, Oh, I can. Is it just a. kind of a mix between
0: What it is specifically is Iron Man and Spider-Man. <laughs> when the first round of Civil War comics came out and the heroes were picking sides, Iron Man and Spider-Man initially sided with Iron Man. Yeah. And Iron Man built him a basically an Iron Man suit but specific to him. Not the technical suit we saw for most of the movie and that he wore in Civil War, but specifically one with repulsors. It has these giant spider mechanical legs that come out and he can uh, he can control the articulation on. Sure. It has a cloaking device. There's this great scene. There's this great set of panels in the first Civil War comics where all the heroes are fighting. The warehouse they're fighting in it catches on fire. Spider uh, Cap throws his shield. Spider-Man decloaks as he's leaping through the air uses one of the mechanical li- limbs to grab the shield and throw it at someone else, g- waves like a goof as he finishes his leap and fades back into invisibility.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, it is a bitchin' goddamn suit. That's impressive. Yeah. Huh. So it is, uh, it is as much of a, it is a, basically is an Iron Man suit tailored to him. Oh, cool. As opposed to the just simply technically enhanced suit that he had uh, yeah. for most of the movie. Um...
1: I love Karen. Oh, Karen was great. Hashtag loving Karen. Yeah. Hashtag loving Karen. Fantastic. Hashtag Karen rocks. I
0: just, the the constant background dialogue from that AI, like when he saves Liz and the other kids, it's like, this is your chance. You should kiss her.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, oh my god. Seriously, not the time. Not the time.
1: Enhanced interrogation mode, and it's just—it's just a reverb on his yeah, it's voice. Just a, uh, yeah, it's just a voice modulator. Ooh. It was
0: great. It was
1: overdone. It like, was it really. Why was. are you talking like that? I I know what a, I know what a girl sounds like. I'm <laughs> a man.
0: I was really. Ho- it made me think of um, the Archer episode. You want to dial it down a notch there, train yeah. spotting? Hey, train spotting. Want to dial that voice modulator down a skosh? <laughs> That's all I could think of for that whole fucking
1: scene. Yeah. Oh, is that better? Whoa, is that better? Yeah. yeah. And the,
0: the guy, the guy being like, I forget the character's name. Apparently, that criminal was Miles Morales's uncle. Yeah. 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 Donald Glover's character. Was- yeah. Uh, I love like he's uh, he's just like you need to get you need to get better at this part of the job yeah
1: right yeah just
0: like oh, let give me him give him critiques let me
1: give this kid pointers on how to interrogate how to be how to be yeah how to interrogate people yeah don't worry that'll be that'll dissolve in two hours no no you gotta you got to take care of this that's for you you're, you're a criminal you, you deserve, deserve that. that bye Mr. Criminal yeah that oh, was my uh, God. that really he really played that up pretty well he did he really
0: well you know again like Spider-Man's best Points has always been his mouth, his his quips, his attitude. He is the opposite of Batman. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, and the uh, the Sam Raimi films did a decent job on that, mainly because Tobey Maguire could personify that. From the what I have seen of the Amazing Spider-Man films, failed miserably. I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, Um, I haven't seen TASM one or two. Just, just. Did not manage to pull it off. Nothing against Andrew Garfield because he really threw himself into the character because he. Spider Man was one of his favorite characters growing up. He wanted that role as much as got fucking David Tennant wanted to be the doctor. Right, right. Maybe not quite that much. I don't think anyone wanted that, anything as much as that. Right. But the amazing Spider Man films were just bad. Tom Holland. Crushed it, and it was really good that they that they did it, not by having a constant stream of banter and insults, but instead by just having him be that spazzy. Right, right, that, absolutely. That got the job done. Certainly, yeah. yeah. Uh, and part of why Spider-Man always does the quips and everything is because it's a more experienced Spider-Man who is not feeling stressed out. When he does get stressed out in most versions of the comics and cartoons, they dial back the
1: humor. Right,
0: yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. I, I think that's why he's always been so popular is because in so many of his versions, he's always been so relatable. Right,
1: yeah. Now that's, uh, it's become, a, It's become, and I think that's become kind of the norm in sim- cinematography. Yeah. If I could talk, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> uh, relatable is the new brilliant. Yeah. Either that or edgy or dark. <laughs> I mean, dark, and, the, you know? and
0: relatable... To actual people, not relatable to what some someone assumes the the stereotype they're writing to would find relatable.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Um, I, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because I did want to touch on the diversity of the cast. We're seeing more and more and more uh, movies, TV shows, taking characters that. I mean, you look at the history of comics, superheroes in particular. Holy shit, that's white.
1: Yeah, it is white.
0: whiter than a goddamn than a goddamn whiteboard, um, whiter than a bed sheet. whiter than thank you. That's a better one. Whiter than a fucking blizzard.
1: Anyway, if we got those if, anymore,
0: well, you know, I uh, it, I mean, God, it used to be like if you were a black superhero, your name was Black Insert Noun. Yeah, Black Thunder, Black Panther. Yeah, then you have Black Widow, who's white. Yeah. Um. So. You know, like I love the fact that on the CW Flash series, the West family is now black. Yeah. Um. You know, and frankly, those that those uh Patton. Yeah. (laughs) Her and who plays who plays Joe? Joe. Um,
1: Jesse. I can't
0: remember. He is such a great, consistently great foil for so many different characters. Yeah, he just puts up with none of the bullshit.
1: Yeah, I can't remember his last name, and that's and, really bugging me. Yeah,
0: and he and he as an actor handles it so well, just like flat out. Yeah, you lying to me again? Yeah, lying to me
1: again?
0: Yeah, it's great. And then Candace plays Iris, right? Yeah, 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 she's consistently one of my favorite parts of the show. Right, more than Barry. Mm-hmm. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> Grant is a great actor and really brings a lot of life to Flash. She does better. And anyway, I say that because it's great to see that because we don't live in a in a completely completely one uh, heter heterogeneous homogenous.
1: Homogeneous.
0: We don't live in a world where everybody's white, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um. So, and especially, you know, yes, yeah, Spider-Man's set in fucking New York. Yeah. It is a very diverse city.
1: It's a very big city.
0: Yeah, you cannot. Walk two steps without seeing at least three different ethnicities. Have you in, ever been there?
1: I have, actually. Okay.
0: Yeah. Now, okay, granted, you have parts of the city like Harlem that are going to have predominantly... The Guardia doesn't count. I, I have actually been to New York City itself. Thank you. I spent an entire day in Central Park. Okay. I, I will fucking slap you
1: so. uh, I bet you will. You'll break uh, your hand doing it.
0: Anyway. <laughs> My point being, having i think honestly aside from background characters yeah parker was the only white kid Um, especially in the school he's definitely one of them yeah
1: he was kind of in the minority there
0: yeah his uh and that's the thing There, there are so many different ethnicities there's you know you're gonna see everybody sure um his best friend was asian flash thompson instead of being a big blonde white jock who looks like a friggin nazi in a lot of the classic comics like just big yeah yeah yeah.
1: big blocky guy yeah
0: is this uh what would would you say that kid was i honestly couldn't i want to say like indian i i really couldn't place yeah i couldn't either um and instead of being a jock who's stuffing parker into lockers he's some punk ass rich kid
1: some rival rich kid yeah
0: uh which is perfect because yeah. the the nerd jock stereotype doesn't really apply anymore and frankly I don't think it ever really 100% did at least not in my lifetime maybe maybe when you were in high school in the 80s it applied but I it wasn't applied. in high school in the 80s I was born in the 80s it was it applied in mine okay fair enough um you had Liz Allen as as an African American actress yeah you had a uh, I'm probably going to mispronounce it Zendaya? Zendaya playing playing MJ yeah apparently there was some some huge pile of fits being pitched because they were they were apparently going to have her actually be Mary Jane Watson mm-hmm. uh, apparently enough people pitched a fit that they might be backtracking that and having her be a different character which is why at one point we don't even hear her name until halfway into the movie is Michelle right and the MJ doesn't get dropped until the epilogue um but uh apparently they're going to be backpedaling so she might not actually be Mary Jane Watson she might be a different character i think they should just pull the trigger
1: on it personally yeah, i think they're going to yeah i think they're going to yeah they
0: yes really? mary jane is typically pre- depicted as well you know in most versions she's an actress slash model kirsten dunst fit the bill perfectly you know sure, yeah. as as a very a very gorgeous redhead
1: yeah sure. you know
0: um, we don't have to limit ourselves to that.
1: True. true yeah. Very true.
0: Some characters, yes. Like, uh, I don't think Peter Parker, Spider-Man, will ever be anything other than a white kid.
1: Yeah. That's
0: why we have Miles Morales. Right.
1: You and know, I didn't, I didn't really know anything about Miles Morales to begin with. He's
0: he's a version of Spider-Man. Um, where in that comic continuity, Peter Parker has died. Oh, okay. And I forget exactly how I want to say, like either blood transfusion or a different. Different spider, but similar situation. So his powers are slightly different than classic, <laughs> classic vanilla Spider-Man. Um, but uh, I'm not proud of that pun at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't no, be. no, I'm not proud of that. Maybe anyway, just roll back on puns. Now nah, I'm working on it. Um, but he is, he is uh,
1: Spider-Man. Of a, in a different continuity. Yeah, yeah, and apparently he's
0: actually going to be in the PS4 game.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, I heard he was going to have an actual role. In yeah, and not just be a cameo appearance. In the uh, in the E3 uh, video of it,
0: uh, he's at the very end of that after yeah. after yeah. the credits. Yeah, um, yeah. So we don't, and we're never going to have going back to the Flash. We're never going to have uh, Barry Allen be anything other than a white guy. But the fact that now the the West family is black means that Wally West, Kid Flash, is now a black uh character. Right. That's fine, you know. Um that's that's really good. Sure. Yeah. Are we gonna ha- ever have a black Superman? Not Clark Kent, but someone else maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um or or a Hispanic one or an Asian one. We have an Asian Hulk now.
1: <laughs>
0: uh I forget his first name. I wanna say Adrian Cho. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah and and that's what Marvel's doing in their comics too. They're branching out more and more and more to see how things test so that when uh when Mark Ruffalo is ready to stop coming back as Hulk, they can have someone else coming as the Bruiser. Sure, sure. Maybe they'll bring in a, someone to play She-Hulk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll just keep uh maybe they'll just have Captain Marvel in it more. Right. Exactly. I'm very excited for that film. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um pretty stoked.
0: Yeah, uh, we got Thor coming up soon, Captain Marvel next year, Black Panther's next year as well, I think. I want to say yes. I don't, I don't remember exactly Inhumans. In the case. Inhumans soon, but I don't actually really know anything about the Inhumans beyond the fact that they're a thing. So they're a TV I, show. They're doing a movie too. I believe it's movie and then TV show. That's what a uh, comic book cast has been saying. Oh. Yeah, and...
1: Okay, that well, guy, I, I, I only know. Uh, I only know for sure that the TV show is right. happening. I didn't know there was a movie happening. Armin
0: as well. loves Black Bolt as much as
1: he loves Aquaman.
0: Yeah, and that guy fucking loves him
1: some Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman's definitely one of his top. Yep. one of his top favorites. I can't give a number because he's got a lot of favorites. But...
0: His favorites, like many people, his favorites rotate.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's got a very loyal. He's got a very. Strong sense of loyalty towards Aquaman, Captain America, Black Bolt. Yeah. Uh, So, going back to
0: Spider-Man, where does it land on your, speaking of favorites, where does Spider-Man land on your Marvel movies? Ooh. Like, is it in your top five,
1: top ten? I'd say it's number six. Okay. Yeah. Topped by? Topped by the three Captain America movies, Doctor Strange and Ant-Man. Good pick, Ant Man was a good one. For whatever reason, I just liked Ant Man. Heist movies are fun. Yeah, Ant Man really evoked a serious positive reaction out of me, and I'm not really sure how. And and that's in no particular order, right? Right. I was Uh, like, I much. uh, I think Doctor Strange is probably number two.
0: mm, Doctor Strange
1: was really good, and I like. uh, I definitely like. uh, I can't say Civil War was my favorite, but it's. I think it was Winter Soldier. I think Winter Soldier. Is their best film to date. Yeah, that no, was a lot of. A lot yeah, it was. It was really good.
0: <laughs> um, re- referencing those ones real quick. Yeah, Ant Man. I love a heist movie, and it had a strong emotional drive to it. He wasn't trying to be a hero to be a hero. He was trying to be a hero, both for his own personal goals of seeing his daughter again, um, but also for the for the bigger picture. Yeah. Um Doctor Strange was really good because it
1: was just a very interesting story. It was a different kind it was of story. A, right.
0: And the 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 final fight against all the other sorcerers and then the scene with Dormammu. Yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. Winter Soldier just had it all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The only
0: reason that I like Winter Soldier more than Civil War is just because Civil War had so much happening in it. Yeah, that was more like Avengers 2.5. Exactly. And, which actually leads me into this, back to the Spider-Man. It's not even in my top ten, actually.
1: Huh.
0: Homecoming was really good. Yeah. But, at this point... Like, I really enjoyed Wonder Woman. Because DC finally had one that I enjoyed. And it's hard to go into Wonder Woman without... Comparing it to the ones that came before it. Sure. For the same reason it's hard to go into Spider-Man without thinking of the rest of the MCU. Right. Because, it, and especially because, like, the DC universe has just had so much trouble getting started. Yeah. The Marvel universe has been going strong ever since the first Iron Man. Yeah. And that's not to say that the bar is getting hard for them to vault over. Yeah. It's just like I said at the start, at start of the podcast, you already know if you're going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Before you even see the previews, you know you're going to enjoy it. When they announce what movies are going to come out in 2018, you already know if you're going to like it or not. Yeah, the answer is yes. By the way, if you like any Marvel movie, you will like any Marvel movie. Yeah, right. You know, um, I will say, even though Ultron is my least favorite,
1: I still enjoy it. Right. I can't say definitively which is my least favorite because I also haven't seen two of them. Uh, Guardians 2 and which one else? Guardians 2 and Thor 2. For whatever reason, I hadn't seen... I mean, I will watch them. Right. Just to say that I've seen every movie because I want to see every movie. Thor 2, you're not missing anything at this point because you already know the bulk of it.
0: And you know when you go in to see Thor Ragnarok, they're going to tell you the important bits, like the fact that Loki is impersonating Odin. Right, right. Spoilers. Guardians 2 is actually in my top five. Huh. Well, I... Well, the reason... And well, and the reason is is because, you know, again, Homecoming had so much happening before it and it's not even Spider Man's first appearance. So it's not even as fresh as he was in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Seeing him there for all four scenes that he was in,
1: yeah.
0: it was so unique to see him. Now we've seen him. We already know how Holland is playing the character, we already know how yeah. they're writing him, we already know all that. So they got to expand on it, sure. But they spent, not, uh, they spent like at least one scene in each of the three acts with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, right. Again, big man of Marvel, and he had an important role in the story. They weren't just shoving him in just to get the get the extra act, uh, get the extra time yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, it, it was established in Civil War that he had already started establishing a relationship with this guy, right with, with Spider-Man, so right. it was appropriate. To have him as a point of contact yeah, there were reasons he was there for the plot it wasn't
0: it wasn't just um, uh, pandering and it wasn't just superfluous yeah, but you know it just it didn't land as one of my favorites and again, partly because of other things I've said, like he didn't have as strong of a motivation as characters in other movies um, the the plot was solid, but it was a little like I feel like they went to washington d c just for the scene at the uh, at the Washington Monument you know like i feel like they didn't have to go there they could have they could have picked a place in new york to do that scene so it felt like some of the ground they were covering was just uh for the story for the plot was just for the sake of set piece it was a great set piece they could have done it at the eiffel tower uh, not eiffel tower empire state building the fuck was i thinking
1: eh.
0: they could have done it they could have done that elevator scene at any skyscraper
1: eh.
0: you know um, this
1: definitely made it unique, though.
0: It did, it did, and it was good. I, I easily a seven or an eight out of ten.
1: Although they had a uh, organic way of getting there, it they wasn't did. All, it wasn't just like there for the sake of being there, right? It wasn't like a jump
0: cut. All of a sudden, we're in Washington D.C. Yeah, and there was. They set it up in the first act. The fact that there was an upcoming school trip to that area.
1: Yeah, there was a there was yeah academic decathlon. Like Nationals you said, it was in. an organic
0: re it was an organic method. Um, nothing ever felt out of place or forced in. Yeah. the way well, lesser movies
1: have. They probably couldn't film at the White House. Probably not. I mean, I feel like anybody would be happy to have people filming at the White House for something other than. Following politics, right? I feel like that would be a nice—that'd be that'd awesome, be pretty man. cool to oh do. Oh my
0: god, yeah, i have have seen the White House. I didn't go inside; I just saw it from the outside. Um, it's cool. Um, no, I mean, uh, honestly, though, Homecoming, as good as it was, it doesn't even rate my top ten. I don't think. I mean, like my top five. That's
1: yeah. another thing. The internet's just going to be all over you.
0: I'm aware. I'm aware. It was again. It was good, and I'm excited to see. Spider-Man 2, I'm excited to see them bring Holland, Tom Holland and Spider-Man into other films.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: I think, based on that end credit scene, they're definitely going to have a sinister, sis, sinister Six-esque setup in the sure. second movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they probably won't bring in the Venom symbiont until Infinity War. I don't think they're going to bring it in at all. If they bring it in at all, that would be the time to do it. I'm not... Yeah, I'm not... Sh- because I, it's an alien. Don't yeah.
1: Know. yeah. Because it's an alien... Not enough pieces are in place for me to make an actual... Well, how
0: it happened is- originally wasn't even that interesting. What happened in the original comics was two different aliens. One of them was Uatu, the Watcher. Yeah. And the other one was some douchebag. I forget his name. Picked well, very var-
1: we, we don't... That's for us, a conversation for another thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, they It they, came from space. It came from space. It came from space because the heroes had to go to space for blah 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 blah.
1: Okay, so and that ended up in a, as a result. He,
0: he picked up. Earth, yeah. Right, he picked up the symbiont while he was there and brought it back symbion- with him. Yes. So doing it similarly in Infinity War when they're fighting Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet and all the gems and yeah. they need extra firepower, mm-hmm. it would make sense to do it then. Right. Um, yeah. And would be a good setup. Because they're going to have Infinity War before they have Spider-Man 2. There you go. You could have Spider-Man 2. And that'd be interesting, actually. Have the symbiote storyline be in Spider-Man 2 and have the Sinister 6 be Spider-Man 3. Because bad. Yeah, because in the Sam Raimi films, it was Goblin, um, Octopus, Sandman, and... Sandman and Venom. Sandman, Venom, and Goblin again. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't quite the Sinister Six, but it was. My, it was pretty damn close. Sure. So they had Venom in the third movie. The Amazing Spider-Man films were leaning in that similar direction, where they had the Sinister Six in the second movie. Was it that second movie? Or, right. or at least they were building more at the in oh, um, so I haven't seen. Yeah. That, so. So anyway, normally the Ven- Venom symbiote is treated as his biggest threat. Sure. Because he is. Especially when he becomes Venom and possesses Eddie Brock. Right. Um, How great and refreshing would it be if they hit that in the second movie, and then in the third movie had six people he had pissed off in the previous two come back. Huh, interesting. Or like this, who I'm assuming is Scorpion, someone who he pissed off off off-screen.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah.
0: Something he had no... Direct influence on, but uh, well, I think I think that what was implied was that he had put that guy in prison, possibly given him that scar over his eye. Huh. Um, but yeah, it just happened off screen for the audience. Uh, like, yeah, that's that's very possible. Yeah, I think that'd be great. I think that'd be much more interesting than what we typically see for Spider Man. Sure, that'd be fun. Yeah, and it would be a better story too, because as opposed to the the one on one. Dark parallel story that we get with Venom. We have hint. We have Spider Man in the third movie. Tom Holland facing the consequences of his actions. Okay.
1: Hmm. Yeah,
0: that's not bad. Yeah. Marvel, make a note. Okay then. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that'd be cool. And just ta- thinking of it that way gets me more excited about how I felt coming out of Homecoming. Get you know, gives me some retroactive excitement. Right. Um. I mean that's pretty much all I got anyway. Um, yeah,
1: right on. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, think I just that just came came you su- me I th- think
0: you summed it up pretty well. Yeah. That just came to me, and I wanted to get it out there. I think. I mean, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Or something similar. Yeah.
1: Su- yeah. I definitely you know? summed
0: it up. Yeah. Infinity War is the perfect place to bring Venom in if you're going to bring him in at all, yeah. as opposed to the third Sam Raimi film where random space thing lands in random spot of New York and happens to have random alien.
1: Yeah, it could very well happen that in a Marvel felt Universe. So
0: shoehorned. It felt so forced in, I'm I, just saying. Uh,
1: I don't remember it very well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and...
0: and Or Marvel could just skip Venom altogether, which yeah. would be an equally good decision, I think. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Especially because now in the comics, you know, you have Flash as Agent Venom, who's, well, not a good guy, but not entirely a villain. You have Eddie now as Anti-Venom. Right. Literally the opposite of what he used to be. So... Sure, yeah. Yeah, they're... They've been branching it out in other directions anyway.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah,
0: glad to see that. Um. So yeah, that's I mean that's pretty much our thoughts on Homecoming. Definitely go see it. Yeah, certainly. Um, if you were, I mean, again, you already know if you're going to see it or not. But if you were for some reason on the fence, still check it out. Worth seeing. Worth seeing on the big screen. Um, a lot of the effects looked really great.
1: Yeah, very fun. Uh, that very Washington
0: fun. Monument scene did look amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, certainly.
0: Um, and yeah, and definitely excited to see more from Marvel, of course.
1: Yeah, um, oh yeah, absolutely.
0: We got any announcements or anything before? Uh, Nothing I can stuff? think of. No.
1: Yeah. Um. All I can say is stay tuned for more content. Yep
0: we have we have some things that, as we've been mentioning b- before, we're not going to talk about yet, but. Are coming actually very soon that we will be able to discuss them. Some stuff we've been doing locally with some other great talented, uh some other great talented people. Um, comic book cast being one of them.
1: Yeah, no, uh, they've been very nice to yeah. us. Yeah,
0: and uh, been great working with them. And we're really excited to unveil this project once we can unveil it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not up to us to announce anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're keeping it. We're keeping a lid on it um, yeah. for various reasons. Yeah. Uh, mainly, it's just to build build suspense. Quite frankly, <laughs> um, that's a lie. Uh, we the, we're not doing it just for that.
1: Um, I mean, I guy put out a Facebook Facebook post about on my fan page, Cody Rock, voice actor. Um, oh, I have a uh, cosplay page now. Yeah. Um, I, I am now
0: Nine Realms cosplay.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Nine Realms because my primary only. Cosplay for several years now has been Loki, um, and is definitely what I'm very known for in the area, and I enjoy it. Yeah. So we w- I went with that as a uh, as a cosplay name. Uh, I'll put a link to that
1: in here. I'll also put a link to Legends uh, page. Cody Rock voice actor. Yeah. Which I announced that I was an actual character in a video game that was released on BigFishGames.com, uh, developed by DoManyGames.com. Not .com. games. if the developer, forgive me, um, where I play the, uh, I am the voice of a character named Patrick in a game called Mystery Tales, The House of Others. Can you give us a sample of the voice? Uh, It's just my normal speaking voice, man. Fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) It gets me money. (laughs) (laughs) It was actually really fun to do. Yeah. I could not have asked for anything better. Um, What's your character's role? uh, He's a uh, paranormal TV show host, basically ghost hunting. Oh, are you the lead? No. Oh, okay. No, no. I'm not the lead, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, yeah, you, you hey, get what you can get, You get right? what you get, exactly. <laughs> you know, we're not, we're not, I had a lot of fun doing we're it. We're not so Nolan not, North and Troy Baker yet. Yeah, no, I am uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. I got a, yeah. I got another couple of roles that I don't think I should uh, talk about through the same people. Can't talk about that yet. Not till it's announced. Not till it's announced. Yeah. Till, I'm, I'm going to wait until the game's actually released to yeah. make That's the, fair. that was official announced. That's fair. I've also done a couple of uh, product explainer videos on WorldRugbyShop.com that they are viewing. They are live for your viewing pleasure.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. We're going to wrap it up there. i um, going to see you guys in two weeks from now. Um, we'll see what we end up talking about then. Uh, yeah. In two weeks, actually, Valerian City of a Thousand Worlds comes out. Yeah actually at spider-man they did a uh instead of a trailer for it like you've been seeing for yeah, the past few months preview. you got to see the first five minutes of it yeah that was great. and it's actually even more interesting than i already thought it was uh it explains how all these alien worlds are living together and it was so unique to see i'm actually even more excited about it now apparently it's based off of a graphic novel that i haven't read so can't comment um But I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, Yeah, definitely worth checking out. Yeah, might be talking about that in a couple weeks. Might be talking about other stuff. We still haven't talked about E3. That's definitely something that uh, both of us are very excited. That's what, uh, yeah, I'm pretty pretty excited about that. Spider-Man, God of War, Eh, Assassin's Creed maybe. We'll see where it goes. Exactly. Um, But I think we're going to wrap it there. Alright dudes, have a good one. So as always, uh, please like, favorite, subscribe, all that that jazz. Um, If you have anything that you would like to hear us talk about, let us know in the comments directly on the Twitter and Facebook at uh, Slap Happy Chaps.
1: SoundCloud, we're on Slapcast on SoundCloud. Yep, Slapcast is the
0: official podcast of Slap Happy Chaps. Um, Check out our parody videos on the YouTubes. Yeah, those are fun. Yep, and check out our Facebook page, Slap Happy Chaps. Um, where you'll find links to the podcast, videos, everything, and we're gonna wrap it up there because we are gonna go out and uh, chill out with the folks we saw Spider Man with. Yeah, those and, are gonna yeah, That's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a
1: hoot and a holler. All right, all right. Good night, everybody. Peace. Peace.